Welcome to the Employee Lounge. I'm your host, Joe Kang, and today we'll be talking about career development in the greater Washington region with our special guest, David Remick, who's the Executive Director of the Alexandria slash Arlington Regional Workforce Council and the Head of Business Outreach for the Arlington Employment Center. David, thank you for joining us today. Please tell our audience what you do for Arlington County and how long you've been here. Joe, thanks for the invite. Much appreciated. So I work out of uh, Department of Human Services. I have two areas of responsibility. The first is running the Alexander Arlington Regional Workforce Council. The council serves as our local workforce development board under the Federal Workforce Innovation and Opportunity Act, otherwise known as WIOA. We are a proud partner of Virginia Career Work, excuse me, Virginia Career Works and Go Virginia. The council is comprised of individuals representing businesses, economic development, housing and urban development, vocational rehabilitation, organized labor, and community-based organizations. The members of our council are all appointed by either the mayor of Alexander City or the Arlington County Board Chair. The council provides oversight over uh, WIOA services at our region's two American job centers, the Alexander Workforce Development Center and the Arlington Employment Center, which is part of the Department of Human Services. These services that uh, are provided through these two centers are financial support for college tuition, vocational certifications, subsidies for transportation, books and fees while in school, and uniforms for employment. Which brings me to my second area of responsibility, leading the Arlington Employment Center's business engagement team. You know, the Arlington Employment Center is part of uh, what the United States Department of Labor calls the American Job Center and what the Commonwealth of Virginia calls the Virginia Career Workers Networks. These are locations where unemployed and underemployed residents can receive various job training and employment services. Um, and just uh, here's a sampling of what they include. Career assessments, we can help uh, identify the right job and career path for you. Career placement, work with a career counselor to help you create and use a plan to get the ideal job. Career coaching, our staff can help support you in uh, your successful job search. Uh, we have job search workshops, and these are workshops to help you learn and use the most effective strategies for obtaining a job that meets your needs. Career training and certification. You know, if you are, uh, if you meet eligibility requirements, you may be able to access or access uh, career training and certification funds or scholarships to help you develop the skills that employers are looking for. Career events. We have various uh, sponsored job fairs. We have the spring teen expo uh, career fair which is like a um, uh, summer jobs we have a job board uh, where somebody can create a profile and make the resume searchable to many many employers and search and apply for areas jobs uh, we have veteran services so if you're a veteran uh, or you're, you're a spouse of a veteran you definitely receive priority of uh, access to services from us and we also have a lot of programming for individuals with disabilities, both seen and unseen. And we partner with various organizations to help these individuals find competitive employment. And we also, I think one of our biggest services, if you look at it from a percentage point, we have a resource center. It's basically this computer lab where uh, you can find everything you need to uh, conduct a successful uh, self-directed job search. So the employment center uh, connects unemployed and underemployed individuals, you know, what we call this our labor supply to the demand uh, for major regional employers uh, and their job postings. And so this is where our business engagement team reaches out to employers and in many cases responds to their inbound calls to help them access this labor supply. And so for businesses, we post our jobs on our job board, we distribute their openings uh, throughout our network of partners across the greater Washington region. 
it's important to know that we do participate uh, in the greater Washington region's economy and labor pool, although we you know, tend to think we're Arlington, we really played a much bigger pool, so we want to make sure that we're, uh, you know, we have a network throughout the region uh, so that we're doing the best that we can for our job seekers and our businesses. And our business engagement team also organizes and produces uh, job fairs, usually uh, two to three per month. Businesses can reach a large target population at one time. Uh, for those out there in the interwebs, you can reach us at uh, aec.arlingtonva.us. Awesome. Sounds like you guys do a lot here. So Thank you. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about the labor market. So what does that labor market look like in Arlington? Sure. So there are almost 12,000 jobs open right now in Arlington County. Uh, but again, you know, looking at this from a labor, labor pool perspective, you know, we really should be focusing and we really do focus on the DC Metro labor market because that's, you know, the pool that we swim in. So if we look at the Greater Washington region, there are over, over 160,000 jobs open in the Greater Washington region right now. 20% of those jobs are information technology and secure, cybersecurity jobs. So huge, huge percentage of our um, open jobs are, are very high skilled highly sought after and high paid positions. We also have a lot of healthcare engineering, business consulting and legal jobs, and that makes up another third of our workforce. And so, yeah, a third of our workforce is highly skilled. There are another 35% or so of our workforce that are uh, have low skilled positions. You know, think of those hospitality, retail, janitorial positions, which are really huge generators for our economy and they're very important to our, our region. So uh, I, I I think everybody should hold these jobs in really high esteem because they're extremely important. The remainder are what we call middle school jobs. And these are jobs where uh, you don't need a four-year degree, but you need uh, some sort of industry-recognized certification. Uh, a large chunk of our entry-level information technology and cybersecurity jobs or childcare jobs and various trades and healthcare positions are considered middle school jobs. Awesome. Thanks for that profile. Uh, so, what's the, <laughs> so what's the unemployment rate in Arlington um, and how does that impact the AEC? Sure. So we are the you know, various industries will define this as you know, full employment. Our unemployment rate uh, is 2%, meaning that right now there are uh, 300, excuse me, 3,066 people who are unemployed. Now that's who are um, these are individuals that are registered uh, through the Virginia Employment Commission as unemployed. Uh, there could be more, perhaps you know, double or triple the number uh, that are either under uh, unemployed, which I'll explain what that means in a second, or just not connected to any government entity stating that they're unemployed. But you know, we have a ton of people that I would say 3,000 while low compared to other other areas. You know, I do think that's a large number of people that are unemployed now. Again, some of them may be underemployed, and what underemployed means is that they are employed at less than our full-time or regular jobs that are inadequate with respect to their uh, skill level or salary. So, so as an example, a uh, human resources professional who's working 30 hours behind the counter at a fast food restaurant handing out food orders, that would be considered someone who's underemployed. You know, going back to your question, so the people that we're seeing at the AAC for the most part have multiple barriers to employment, some of them underemployed. For those that are unemployed, uh, again, various uh, barriers to employment, and they need various supports to help them succeed beyond just 
undercover. Gotcha. So for these folks with these multiple barriers, um, what's the process once you know somebody that fits that mold chooses to start sure. working with the AC sure. to sure. Uh, find a job? Well, you know, we're, we're a government entity and we kind of use federal funds, so we love our bureaucratic processes. And so <laughs> there is one, unfortunately, but we try to make it as fast and as accessible as possible. Uh, so an individual would go uh, into the employment center, into the, our, uh, our front desk, and say, you know, what their needs are looking for a job, or they're underemployed or they need a job, or they're looking at, uh, for scholarships, for job training, whatever it might be. And then we put them in line to meet with one of our intake specialists. Usually that takes about anywhere between immediately to a half an hour, depending on the number of people that are in the center and in line to meet with one of our intake specialists to get a sense of who they are, what their needs are, to uh, ask them questions that help out with eligibility and things of that nature. You know, there are individuals that do not need many of our services and they just you know, would like to be in our resource center. And so send them there. There are individuals that, you know, may not be eligible for some of our scholarship funded uh, programs. And so those individuals go to the resource center. So, uh, you know, Way of looking at this is if you look at 100% of people that have served in a year, you know, probably you know, in between 60 to 75% are people that are just going to be using the resource center for one reason. Mm -hmm. All right, so when they go through intake, we uh, provide a uh, tour and overview of resource center. We provide them with a username and password so they can use our center. Our center, as I said, has various distance learning programs, they have templates to help individuals draft resumes, go and find the jobs uh, there with copy machines, photocopy machines, things of that nature. Also, we have uh, the Arlington Employment Center's Job Board, where we at jobboard.arlingtonva.us, where uh, our business engagement team puts the jobs that they develop on there. Uh, we also have a, um, a new product, the Alexander Arlington Career Concourse, which is a uh, online self-guided counselor slash job search agent where you can go in if you're not sure what you want to do there are a couple of assessments that you can take and I'll give you a couple ideas of what jobs are of interest to you if you're uh, transitioning military uh, there's a, an engine that goes from your military uh, job and transition uh, translates into what a civilian job might be if you have uh, various different uh, credentials or certifications or You can see the jobs that are requesting those things. And it tells you about the types of jobs that are available uh, in the Greater Washington region, the salaries that they pay, um, some of the, a little bit about the job and an explanation of what they do. And then it links directly out to Indeed.com for the jobs that are available here. So it's like a full service product. And the, um, the URL for that, and quite honestly, you don't need to go to the Arlington Employment Center for that. You can access that anywhere we have. Uh, it's just a link and it's free of charge for anybody listening to this uh, uh, podcast or anybody that actually has access to the link. It's uh, alexandriaarlington.careerconcourse.com. That's a free service that the county provides. Uh, and I think it's a great service and I hope uh, people will enjoy using it. I will point out that if you do use it, do not use uh, Internet Explorer. Uh, for some reason, it doesn't work on the, on the browser. <laughs> use Chrome, use uh, you know, Apple's uh, uh, browser, or any other browser. Just don't use the internet score. So I apologize for going on to that off ramp. Let's get back on the highway and talk about the process. Um, you know, 
if people are deemed eligible to participate in these scholarship programs, then they meet with a career counselor. Uh, it's like anything else, there are, it's not a one-time thing, it's a process. Uh, we do assessments on the individual, we get a sense of where they are from an education uh, perspective, also from a career interest perspective. We get a sense of, based on those two things, what are the individuals interested in. We create individual development plans based on where their goals are and what we need to do to move into that direction. If somebody is interested in becoming a, uh, a nurse, but they have very limited English uh, uh, speaking ability, um, and uh, they have no experience in the healthcare field, they need to get their foot in the door, and we might say, okay, in a few years, one of this process where you want to become a nurse. But right now, what we suggest is maybe um, enrolling you in Arlington County Public Schools, reprogram to get you some English and second language training, and then potentially get you your going to program where you can compete for your uh, CNA, your Certified Nursing Assistant uh, Certification. We have a ton of jobs for CNA in the region right now, and we can help uh, assist you in getting you those jobs. Uh, and so the, the career counseling process could be two months to a year, depending on what your needs are. And then through all that, you know, we have our business engagement team that's there to, you know, we are recording the types of jobs that people are interested when they come into LinkedIn. So that we're taking corresponding those that's why we're taking those jobs that people are interested in and we're looking out in the labor market and seeing where they are and making connections to those businesses so we can bring those leads back in. So we have a match of from everybody that's interested in in, in getting employment through this, uh, through Center's help, making sure that we have those right there. Awesome. So that seems like a very thorough process. Um, so when some really, I think most in, people just tuned out. <laughs> <laughs> um, so when they do come in, it seems like you guys take a very hands-on approach to really figure out you know, what their skills are, uh, where they want to go, what's available out there. Mm -hmm. um, so obviously that um, kind of answers already the next question that I had was, you know, is there like an average time that clients can expect to take to land yeah, a job? And, and it really depends because, you know, it's, I think that's one of the biggest issues when we think about workforce development or, or, or labor development is, you know, and probably from an HR perspective, you can see this too. You have, you know, you have the inputs and the outputs, you have the job, you have the people, uh, you have the, the requirements and pushing, but everybody's different. Right. And so when you, you know, we live in a very shallow talent pool in the Great Washington region. There are more jobs than there are people. And so, you know, the issue that we have is, is the people that are available to work mm -hmm. that might not have a job. They might not necessarily want things that uh, are available or they might not be able to compete for those things. So it's, it's not matching, you know, a, circle to square holes. Right. It's, it's, it's each interaction is unique and it takes time and, and effort to make it successful. Absolutely. So with all of that said, how do you guys at the AC measure success? Is it the percent of clients that land jobs and then you know, more importantly that are able to keep a long term uh, after being hired? Um, what do you guys use in terms of Sure. So there are, so each of our programs have, uh, our federal and state programs have some sort of measurements that follow it. We also hold ourselves up to performance measures, especially since a large part of our funding comes from uh, the county. Thank you, county, for the funding. <laughs> uh, and so, you know, we look at, you know, it's not just the percentage of clients who land jobs, although we do care 
about that measurement. Um, we also uh, are looking at a few other things. You know, uh, did they take training and did they complete their training? Uh, did they receive a certification? So certification attainment. Were they placed in jobs? So that's obviously important. Uh, but are they placed in jobs and do they stay in those jobs 30 days? Maybe 60 days, 90 days, so there's follow-up. Starting wage is important as well. You know, um, one of the things that we try to do is we try to, as I said before, match the job leads with what people are interested in. Right. And so, you know, it's very easy to go out to five companies that need people and say, all right, let's just, you know, get a bunch of tables together, have a job there, and, and hope for the best. But hardly ever works out. So what we try to do is we try to, you know, as I said, match things up as best we can. And as an example, uh, we had an Arlington Mill, an event at Arlington Mill in February this past year, or March, I can't remember. As I said, or I haven't said, I said off uh, the podcast, I haven't drank coffee today, so I'm a little tired, <laughs> so I apologize for that. Um, we had this great event over at Arlington Mill, um, but the event was great because of all the prep work we did. Mm-hmm. So the Department of Human Services, along with our County's continuum of care, the various nonprofits support various human service needs in our county. We all work together in this thing called a loose initiative called Bridges Under Poverty. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we want to make sure that we are getting to the individuals and addressing their needs so they're put on pathways towards economic mobility. We have a pilot in this project where we're trying to help out 50 families become successful in their case managed teams between our housing and our public supports and employment and our community partners working together to help these individuals get to where they want to be. And so in this pilot we met with them and got a sense of what are their needs, what are some of the issues, especially when we're trying to find jobs, uh, and can we do something about it. So you know, some of their needs were, you know, many of these individuals were low skilled and so we need those kind of jobs. Many of these people needed did not have health care. So, you know, there are ways we can find jobs that have health care with it, at least leading to health care. But one of the barriers that many of these individuals have is they didn't have child care available so that they can actually go on interviews. Mm-hmm. So let's go to a job fair, go on a job. So it's okay. So we were able to uh, come to agreement with Arlington Hill to give us their gymnasium. Honestly, I think it was like 20 or 25 tables there. We sourced our network of businesses to find those employers that have low, uh, low skilled jobs uh, that are available right now that either come with benefits or are pathway benefits, meaning if you're there for a year or mm. you're going to the next day. Uh, so we invited them in. Uh, we also had child care on press, uh, premise, oh. free child care. So we worked through the Department of Parks and Recreation. Uh, thank you, Parks, for uh, your help there uh, to get a few people to provide child care at the Arlington Mill. So, uh, attendees were came in, they dropped off the children, children with crowns in the paper doing their thing while the parents <laughs> were out meeting with various businesses and, and hopefully connecting to the person's jobs. Uh, many of them applied for jobs right there and then. So, you know, we try to be as creative as possible. Uh, again, while low unemployment, we still have a ton of people that are employed to help those individuals get uh, to where they want to be. Awesome. Changing lives right there. Um, so that's changing lives. <laughs> that should be the name of the podcast. <laughs> no, but seriously, changing lives I mean, with Dave and Joe. 
<laughs> That's awesome. Um, I really liked how you guys were able to work with multiple different departments um, to get a very strategic way to um, help, like solve a lot of different issues, like simultaneously. Um, I think there's a big push for that in county right now. I mean, county manager has various different efforts how can we all, especially with groups that do similar things, how can we coordinate better together to yeah. have a better output? I mean, I was part of one or two of them. And so I think that's just, it's logical. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. The notion of being in silos is so outdated. Absolutely. Completely agreed on that. We'll, we'll tackle that issue in the next podcast. <laughs> Not just the next one, <laughs> several ones subsequently. Um, so that is fantastic. I also want to extend the questions you know to the audience of the county staff because uh, yeah. uh, this podcast is also for staff so are the services available at the AC uh, available as well to current county staff sure uh, our resource room and our workshops I forgot to mention we have workshops there uh, the workshops cover everything from as we're writing you're doing uh, how to apply for a federal job um, we have uh, professional skill type workshops as well but the workshops, the resource room uh, is open to anybody uh, that comes in, including mm -hmm. uh, county staff. Uh, our job training is reserved really for unemployed and, and sometimes an underemployed. And again, uh, we have that uh, career concourse, alexanderarlington.careerconcourse.com. It's available to everyone as well. So have we seen county staff or do we know county staff that have used the AC? Yeah. I don't want to betray any confidentiality or our, our confidences, so I'm not going to say who they are, what they're doing, but I do know that, you know, there are some people that use it. Mm, that's great. Um, that was something that I wasn't even aware of that was available to us as county staff, so I'm glad that, you know, we're doing this episode to you know, build yeah. that awareness and let people know. Um, okay, so the other thing I think, um, you know, just from my regional workforce council now, mm -hmm is I, along with a few other people in the county, have access to various databases of data. Mm. And so my data is labor market data. And so, um, you know, should anybody in the county need information on different occupations and what they pay and what the demand is and things like that, you know, always uh, happy to help. D-R-E-M-I-C-K at arlingtonva.us is my email. Just send me what your needs are and I'll try to give it to you. Awesome. Thanks for sharing that. So there seems to be many job opportunities in the region based on the numbers that we discussed and also some great success stories. So how can the community and current county staff who are looking for you know, opportunities or you know, do some more you know, professional skills development, et cetera, um, take advantage of these openings? So, you know, there's these, that's a good question. I think the first thing is I think an individual needs to take a, a an inventory of, uh, well, before they want to take an inventory, they ask, what is it they want to do? Mm -hmm. uh, I myself have no clue what I'm doing with my life, it's probably <laughs> uh, but I have looked at a variety of different things and, and uh, jobs and, and, and so, you know, taken uh, a few career assessment tests to get a sense of where potentially I might want to be. Having a destination is good. The next thing is you have to have inventory of your skills and knowledge and things like that to see do you come close to me where you want to be? Uh, if not, what do you need to build yourself up? Uh, and then from there, it's the, the, the nature of getting yourself ready for that. Mm -hmm. Finding a job is like uh, 
it's like find a job. <laughs> and so, um, you know, obviously the resources that I mentioned at the Arlington Employment Center are available and for those individuals that are interested in going from one thing to another. We have someone from our fire department wanting to move into uh, recruiting. Mm-hmm. You know, Oh, no, I'm not saying there is. I'm saying if there was, right, right, right. Um, uh, there could be. You never know. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously that there is a transition there. I think one of the things that people should think about is don't do a transition um, quickly where you don't think about the transferable opportunities that you have just in your current job. As an example, if there was a fire department employee that wanted to move into recruiting, maybe one of the things they could think about doing is become a recruiting for the fire department. Right. For emergency services, right, and begin the process of of, of learning a new trade while having the knowledge of your current trade. I think that's valuable, and then moving on from there. And then looking at labor market information, uh, to see what types of certifications or credentials or, or degrees that these types of jobs are looking for. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, if you're looking for a recruiter, and you can see that maybe you know, there are some HR certifications that. Can then figuring out how to do those things. I don't know if I answered your question. No. I think that's exactly what you know people should go through. Um, another resource they could use uh, in the future is the career development website that Lucretia and Alini have part of revamping. So yeah. it'll help them get to that standpoint of okay, what do I want to do? What type of skills do I need? And I will say this is speaking as Dave Bremick, not as Cal, which right now I'm not. I'm speaking as Dave Bremick, a staff person. So I know that they're, you know, they're very, it's challenging at times to find new opportunities within the county. I don't think you can expect just that people will bring those to you. I, th- I live my life as this is my brand and I need to direct it myself. I need to be my own brand manager. And so if people are in jobs right now in the county and want to move into something else, whether it's moving up the next round from or and hoping that there's a position open the next round or moving somewhere else in the county. You have to take that on yourself. You have to take on the responsibility yourself and look at something. Potentially, you know, all the resources required to do that. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, you know, it's going to take time to do, but you should go and and manage your brand uh, so that you can be as successful as you want to be. Uh, that's just my suggestion for people that are looking for a move. Absolutely. Yep. you got to drive your own ship. Right? That's right. Um, okay, so before we go, I just want to give you the opportunity to mention the links and places where people can find um, services that you guys offer one more time. Sure. Repeating three times is what's needed for it to sink in. Yeah, well, first of all, who's looking at links? Just Google this. Arlington <laughs> Employment Center. That'll get you where you, uh, part of where you want to be. Uh, if you want to uh, go to the county's employment center's job board, uh, you can AC job board. Also, you can do jobboard.arlingtonva.us. Obviously, aec.arlingtonva.us is the Arlington Employment Center's location. I, I do encourage people that are thinking about what's the next step, you know, start looking at uh, the career concourse, alexandriaarlington.careerconcourse.com. That would uh, definitely give you uh, some great help. If you have questions, you know, feel free to email me, dbramick at arlingtonva.us. Happy to help you. Awesome. David, this was very informative. Thanks again for taking the time to explain to all the listeners out there what the Arlington Employment Center is all about. Thank you again, everyone, to tuning into Employee Lounge. We hope you enjoyed this podcast and that you'll join us again for our next episode. Please remember to subscribe and listen to new and archived episodes at any time on your mobile device.
devices. You can find us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, and SoundCloud by searching for Arlington County Government Employee Lounge. Please help us get the word out by sharing this podcast with your boss, your team, and fellow county employees. Until next time, stay sharp.